Hi, friends. Today we're going to talk about teamwork and death. That's right, teamwork and death. So stick around to see how they're related. Let's get this going. You're listening to The Trust, the podcast of the SDDC Unit Ministry Team. I'm your host, Brad Cattleman, and we are glad you have joined us today. I hope this energizes you, edifies you, and may you experience God's blessings. Let's talk about teamwork. First, I want to share a pretty good story of teamwork in action, and then I want to talk about what happens when folks on your team are holding back and maybe a way to deal with it. So, let's look at teamwork in action. Imagine this scene. It's in the early 30s. Wait, 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 wait. Not those 30s. Not the 1930s. Let's wind back a couple more millennia. I'm talking the 30s. Like, 0030. Middle Roman Empire. Jerusalem, the capital of Israel, home of the temple. The early members of the church are gathering together and they're trying to figure some things out. Jesus left them with a mission and a charge, but life is not safe. The Romans have killed their leader, Jesus. The temple leaders, known as the Sanhedrin, are not happy with Peter and John, two of their prominent disciples, and in the midst of this controversy and excitement and fear, we see this excellent example of teamwork. You can read it in Acts chapter 4, verse 32. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own but they shared everything they had. The believers were all one in heart and mind. They shared all they had in common. Now that is serious teamwork. That is like working together. But how did they get to this? What is it that creates that kind of teamwork where they share all they have in common? Well, they had a common mission, a common purpose, a unifying cause, and everyone was on bored. You know they had to disagree about some stuff. Life was certainly not perfect for this group, but they were able to work together as a team because they had that singular mission. So how do you foster good teamwork? Unify the people around you to a single purpose. Well, what about teamwork gone badly? We're going to look at that right after a word from our sponsors. Hi, John, friend of the show and social media magnet. Hi, Brad. How are you today? I'm great. I'm curious. What's your plan the rest of the day? A public affairs specialist never stops. Okay. What's your plan this weekend? I've got my daughter this weekend and we're going to have some daddy-daughter fun. Okay. What's your six-month plan? Okay. What's your year-long plan? Okay. What's your campaign plan? Well, if you're like John and you also have a planning problem, then you need to talk to your G5 section. They can help you with your one-year, five-year, six-month plan. They can help you with contingency plans, operation plans, even campaign plans. And if you use the offer code TRUST, they can offer you a steep discount when you sign up for the one-year plan. That's T-R-U-S-T. Talk to your planners in the G5. So good teamwork is created by having a unified purpose. What's bad teamwork look like? We don't have to look much further than the story we talked about before. Just a little bit later in the book of Acts, 
Ananias and Sapphira are a married couple and they sell a piece of land and they just don't get on board with the whole team. Let's look at Acts chapter 5, verse 1. Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Unlike all the other early believers, they sell the land, but they keep a portion of the proceeds for themselves. Unlike everyone else on that team of believers, they held back. And you know what happens to them? He fell down and died. So there you have it. Teamwork or death? I'm kidding. Sort of. But I think we all know that if you want to accomplish a mission and you have a group of people together, it can be really hard to have people on your team who are holding out a little for themselves who aren't sold on the mission, and who are passive-aggressively working against that collective goal. So what do you do with those folks? Well, we can look at what Peter does. He confronts Ananias. He doesn't just ignore it and let the rest of the team suffer. He has the courage, and he confronts them. And then they die. So obviously I'm not advocating that people on your team who aren't on board with a mission should die, but it is an allegory to how we should handle that kind of situation. When Peter confronts them, they are no longer on the team. And as hard as that sounds, sometimes we have to ask people who aren't on board with a mission to get off the team. Sometimes, the hardest part of leading a team is asking someone to not be on the team. To have the ultimate in teamwork, you have to be unified in that common purpose, just like the early believers were unified in their mission. And if you have folks who aren't on board with a mission, and no matter how you sell it, they just won't buy in, maybe they just need to be somewhere else. So if you are on a team, may you be the best teammate and give all into that common purpose. And if you're leading a team, may you have the wisdom and the desire and the courage to do what's right for everybody on the team, unifying them around a purpose and helping folks decide if they want to be a part of that team. Because when everybody is working together, boy, that can do amazing things. God bless you all. This episode was recorded and produced by me, Brad Cattleman. Folks to thank this week, Captain John Duenas for telling me not to yell when briefing. Thanks, sir. Big thanks to the IG team, especially Dave, for helping us stay on azimuth. Thank you to the recently retired Lieutenant Colonel Stacy Flippin, our SJA. Thanks, ma'am. Thank you for your service to the nation and for running an awesome team who keeps us straight legally. And of course, we have to thank the philanthropic John Orell. His voice is like that feeling you have when the temperature rises dramatically in the spring and you turn on your air conditioner for the first time and you feel that cool breeze flowing from the register. We are trusted professionals, but trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the trust. God bless you all.